All right, friends, everybody good? Everyone feeling good? We're going to continue out that time of worship um, after the Devo because I really believe that God is calling us to go deep in our prayer this morning. Um, and my Devo right now is all about prayer. So um, I want, yeah, totally. So I want us to read together. We're going to go to Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. If you've got a Bible app or a Bible classic, I think Mike's the only one that's got a Bible classic here today. I don't know. It's a notepad. Bible classic is a paper Bible. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. I'm in the NIV version. Um, so it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with a belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray, and this is the this is the point, this is the thing to like highlight. And pray in the spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of requests and prayers. With all this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people. Pray also for me, that whenever I speak, words may be given to me, so that I will fearlessly be make known the gospel, um, for which I am an ambassador in change chains. Pray that I might declare it fearlessly as I should. Um, so I want to take some time together, and I want to talk about our core value, dependent on prayer. Um, so one of our core values at Word of Life is dependent on prayer. Um, and I feel like we have, um, sometimes those core values are things that we can glaze over. We say them so much, and sometimes it can become white noise. Um, but I was reading out of Ephesians 6 with a team um, teammate last week, um, and I feel like it kind of hit different while I was reading that, that passage with him. And for some reason, the Lord brought to my mind this idea of dependent on prayer. Um, I want to read a portion of that from the message version that just hit so hard when I was reading through. Um, it says, starting in verse 10, um, God is strong and he wants you to be strong. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, and put them to use so that you can stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no weekend war that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is a four keeps a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get, every weapon God has issued, so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than just words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, and this is the key, in the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that nobody falls behind or drops out. Little bit of an aside here. Um, teams that are listening to this on the podcast, our staff team, your teammates need your prayers in order to not drop out. Um, the leaders, your teams need your prayers more than they need your gifting, presence, or hard work. Whew, all right. Prayer is essential. So our core value, dependent on prayer, 
is actually some like extremely strong language. Um, we could say on our website and in all of our things, we pray at Word of Life, or we include prayer in our services, or prayer is important to us. Like it could have been worded a lot of different ways, but I was struck this week with the like that word dependent is actually some extremely strong language. Um, and so um, our core value is dependent on prayer. Um, we, if we are truly dependent on prayer, if we truly believe that we are dependent on prayer, then we believe that everything would fall apart without it. Um, so I'm going to say again, uh, if we are truly dependent on prayer, everything would fall apart without it. Um, if we truly take that value seriously, we believe that despite our best efforts, despite our giftings, our finances, our numbers, our relationships, our hard work, all of our good intentions, without prayer, everything would fall apart. Um, prayer is not just one facet of ministry. It's not a department or a team, um, but it's part of the very fabric of everything that we do uh, at Word of Life. Um, a quick story time. One of the people in my life uh, that has modeled this so well, and he modeled it without even knowing, I think this was an accident, um, was Pastor Randy. Um, so I would come in on like Saturdays. I used to like do a lot of like, uh, you know, worship prep on Saturdays and I'd come in and I'd find the lights were on and you'd think I'd learn after a couple of weeks of doing this, that it's, it's always the same, but I was always shocked because the lights were like kind of on dim, like who left the lights on? And then I'm hearing, I'm hearing his voice and Pastor Randy is down on the center aisle of, or down in the center of the worship center, just like pacing back and forth, praying. Um, not always quietly, oftentimes like extremely loud, like crying out for his church. Um, just like crying out for people that are lost and hurting, crying out for our teams, our ministry directors, our, our staff, crying out for people who have lost loved ones, um, crying out for his church like it's a matter of life or death because it is. Um, and so like that has always stuck in my mind. Um, and I think the one thing I want us to write down is like the most important thing, if you forget everything else from this Devo, um, is this. Your most effective moments of ministry will be on your knees. And I can say will be because I know that the greatest moments of ministry for all of us in this room are ahead. Um, and I know that those greatest moments and most effective moments of ministry will be on our knees. Um, for me, this hits hard because it's not a week with the most perfect worship set. Um, you know, we can plan and prepare, but it's not that. It's not a message that gets tons of podcast plays. Um, it's not an event that leaves people talking about it for years. Um, God can do more with one moment on your knees than with years of blood, sweat, and tears. Um, your most effective moments of ministry will be on your knees. Um, so I just kind of want to rest in that for a second. Um, I mean, how many times... I could tell countless stories of times that I've gone into a Sunday morning service feeling like, oh man, this set list is going to slap or like, um, the, the audio is going to be really, really, really right this morning. Um, and it's, none of those things are wrong to focus on, but like, I've seen God do more with a week that I have taken that time and instead of done like a ton of hours on audio, done a ton of time praying for my team and praying over the service, he's, I've seen that explode a worship service way more than like a perfectly tuned set list with awesome transitions. None of that's evil, but like, it's like 
It's like, what's the main thing, right? Um, so I want to encourage you guys with that, 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 that note of like the most effective moments of ministry will always be on your knees. Um, so how do we do that? How do we, how do we get ourselves, um, kind of into that mindset on a week to week basis? Um, and so there's a couple questions that I feel like God brought to me personally, um, that I'd invite you guys to write down and we can kind of tackle these together a little bit. Um, so question number one is, am I thinking big enough? Am I thinking big enough? Um, more specifically, is the project that you're working on right now possible to pull out, pull off without getting on your knees, knees in fervent prayer? Say again. Is the project that you're working on right now possible to pull off without getting on your knees in fervent prayer? If it's possible, you're not thinking big enough. I'm not thinking big enough. Um, and so Sunday morning is a pretty good example of that. Like, um, is a Sunday morning service possible to pull off without fervent prayer, without us like being on our knees? Um, I mean, someone could say, yeah, you can plan a worship set with four songs. You can make sure the musicians show up. You make sure greeters are in place. Uh, make sure if transitions feel good. We make a video that hypes people up and gets them excited. Um, but, you know, we can do all of that without, without prayer. Um, but think bigger. We can't change somebody's life. We can't give somebody meaning. We cannot create a community that grows deep in our, in our roots, in our faith, and in strong bonds and unity with each other. We cannot usher somebody out of darkness and into life in Jesus that's full, rich, and, and never-ending. Um, we do not have a shot at winning the spiritual battle that's happening behind the scenes every time we gather on Sunday, and people's eternities are at stake without prayer. We don't stand a chance. That, all of that, the bigger picture of why we do Sundays, that's dependent on prayer. That would all fall apart, fall apart without prayer. Um, another example, just because that's like fresh on our minds, is Fall Fest. Um, Fall Fest coming up September 11th. Ministry directors that are listening to the sound of my voice, it's, it's an all, we're going to be all in. It's going to be all hands on deck because we believe that um, reaching out to our community matters. Like we believe that we want some, a neighbor to walk past a sign and be like, what's happening? I want to come. And, um, we want this to, we want this to invite people into community. Um, so could we do fall fest without prayer? Could we like, I mean, I guess we could put together like a planning center plan. We could schedule all of the, I'll just take that one piece, right? Um, we put together a planning center plan. We could have all of the right volunteers in place. We would make sure all the slots are covered. And you could be like, all right, I'm going to wash my hands. I'm going to go home. Great, we're ready. Um, but I want to take a step further. What happens if the person that's scheduling that team is takes, you know, 10 minutes, whatever, on their face before the Lord and says, God, would you anoint me as I put the schedule together? God, would you put the right volunteers in place so that a conversation can happen between the volunteer that's at the bounce house and the attender that is lost, hurting, broken, has been hurt by a church and could have this conversation that because like the right volunteer was put in that spot and like God ordained the moment that you were making that planning center schedule to the moment that that conversation happened. And like, that was the thing that changed, changed the game for that one person. Um, so it's like, we, there's, there's the phrase, don't miss the forest for the trees. Um, and I feel like in ministry, often we can miss the forest for the trees. We can be like, we grew a great tree <laughs> and 
but we we could have the whole forest like we could have our we could we could zoom out and see the whole forest and the forest is like god is working behind the scenes in every bit of that um every moment of of tasks and things that we do here um is an opportunity for discipleship so like i'm praying that we don't we don't miss that. We don't miss that opportunity in the, in the planning and all of that stuff. Um, because really like the right volunteer on the, uh, on the schedule, the like the right person to put into place, um, can absolutely can change something for somebody. Um, you know, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, our mixes on Sunday morning. I'm, I'm thinking about the person that is, I mean, there's real situations, somebody in a hospital room <laughs> that is watching church online and the mix happens to be really dialed in really, really great so that they can hear the word of God and the songs that we're singing above the volume of the, the, hot, the beeping machines and the yelling nurses and doctors. Like, oh my gosh, you, you, you're thinking you're just moving a fader. <laughs> you're thinking you're just, you're just making a mix, but like you are put, you're, you're helping usher someone into a moment with the Lord. Um, and so my question for all of us, myself included, is like, am I thinking big enough that everything that I'm doing um, is dependent on prayer? Um, no, it's not. We don't need prayer to make a good mix. <laughs> we need prayer to usher someone into the presence of the Lord. Um, and so when we, when we do that, it goes, it goes from like, I have to do this thing because I agreed to it, <laughs> because it needs to be done, because the church needs my help. To I get to do this because me listening to the Lord and obeying his whisper changes everything because I don't want to miss what he's doing because I don't want to miss what, because I don't want to miss what could be for what's normal, expected, or easy because every building block is an opportunity for discipleship. Every building block is an opportunity for discipleship. Um, and the second and final question that um, I'm wrestling with with this is, um, Lord, what do you want me to pray right now? Um, and I think like this kind of talk can be, it's, it can be easy to walk away and be like, okay, I'm just going to pray more. And then you get to making the planning center schedule or you get to the thing that, um, the busyness of the week and you, you don't, um, I don't know, I don't remember or, um, don't really put that into practice sometimes. Cause I don't know what to pray, you know, like sometimes it's this like, um, Lord, I know you're doing something, but I don't know what. Um, so I'd encourage us, like, ask that question, Lord, in this moment, what do you want me to pray right now? Um, as I'm putting together this message, you know, I'm thinking about Annie, who's going to preach a killer message this weekend. It's going, it's going to be fire. Um, you know, l- God, I know what you're speaking for the, the, um, weekend, but Lord, what do you want me to pray right now? Like who, like, is there a name you want, want to bring to my mind? Is there like a, um, a group of people you want, you're bringing to my mind? Like, God, what do you want me to pray over our congregation right now? Um, and sometimes that prayer, uh, is for like our teams. Sometimes like the Lord will bring like a specific person to mind. Um, sometimes it's like, um, for me, sometimes it's a song. I'll just be like, play this song, work through this song. Um, sometimes it's an action. Sometimes it's like, go, go text this person. Um, so like asking the question, Lord, what do you want me to pray right, right now? Um, because leaders there in this room, we're all leaders and, um, ministry actors that are listening to this are, are leaders as well. Your team needs your prayers more than they need your gifting or your hard work. Um, 
and then teams. And I'm going to make a challenge. I'm, I'm hoping that some team members are going to be tuning into this. And the, the idea is like not just leaders praying for their team, but teams praying for their team. Um, like I know as a ministry director, I need, I need the prayers of the creative arts team to not drop out. Um, and I need your guys' prayers as staff, like to not drop out or get, get weary. Like it's, I, it's, I'm dependent on your guys's prayers. And I know we, we all are like, um, we need each other's prayers. Um, so we're going to take a moment. I think that's pretty much all I have for today as far as like content. Um, but I want us to kind of ask the question, Lord, what do you want us to pray into this week? Like going into this week of ministry, going into like fall fest planning, going into like everything that's about to happen here in ministry. Like, God, what do you want us to pray? Um, what do you want us to spend time on and, and, um, and just be on our knees about? Um, so we're going to go back into a time of worship. Um, it's going to be incredibly open-ended. Um, and I would invite you guys to, to pray out and like, first take a moment, seek, seek the Lord, like, God, what do you want me to pray, um, in this moment? Um, because we believe that, um, we do not pray because we are a church and that is what we do. <laughs> But we pray because we believe that prayer changes things. And I'll go a step further. We pray because if we believe that what we're doing is truly dependent on prayer, everything would fall apart without it. Um, so I'm going to play some music. If you're listening to the podcast, I encourage you throw on a great worship album and um, join us in some prayer. Um, but as a staff, we're going to take some time and, and worship and pray um, and ask that question, Lord, what do you want me to pray? So I'm going to go away and then we're going to, we're going to pray and, and worship.